hate Dr. Oz. Well, he's Dr. Gross, Oz can but like, himself. He also is probably going to live forever, though. Why? I don't know. He just strikes me as a guy that he probably sucks adrenochrome out of babies. Mm-hmm. You want me to eat chips on? You could. Yeah, totally. I'll probably mm-hmm. comment on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, it looks like you're falling asleep. Hey. <laughs> There's no crying in baseball. There's no falling asleep in podcasting. Do you have to go back to the apartment and get your clothes? Yeah. But I'm going to go back to the house first and probably go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get this shit done with then. What's up, chicks, dicks, and everything in between? I'm Lindsay. And I'm Sapita. And you're listening to Two Salty Broads. So get ready for our very brittle salty (laughs) surprise you know i feel like i am getting more brittle too as i age which is the thing um this this episode is basically brought to you by all of our injuries (laughs) yeah all of our collective oopsies and ouchies um (laughs) and i was like reflecting on the different injuries that i've had in the past and all of the big ones i've actually been recently oh so I don't know what that says. Like, maybe I'm just more careless in my old age or if I am really just falling apart. But speaking of falling apart, I know I've alluded to, but I don't think I've told either one of you, Lindsay or Sound Guy Dan, um, my skin tag story. No, I don't know shit about shit as it relates to your skin tags. (laughs) So I had a collection of like three or four skin tags on my neck. How does one get those? I'm not even sure because it's just an extra skin, right? Yeah, yeah. So it could just be like weight gain, which... COVID life, yeah. <laughs> As I snack on chips, um, I'm blaming it on COVID. Um, it could be just age. It could be okay. Genetics any, anything. or yeah, anything. yeah, okay. whatever. Okay. Um, and I, I never gotten them until fairly recently, and I was a little bit self conscious about them, mm-hmm. so I wanted to remove them. Um, but you can't really like, I can't just book an appointment with a dermatologist because I'm, I have Kaiser insurance, so like, uh, it's kind of like, process. Mm-hmm. And They'd have to pay. I'd have to pay out of pocket for mm-hmm. that. So they, uh, I looked online and they had a bunch of like remedies for it. Like someone said, if you put like tea tree oil on your neck, like it'll fall off within a couple of weeks, it'll dry out and fall off. I did that like twice and I was like, I, I feel like this is a scam. Like mm-hmm. I don't see anything happening. And then I bought this like ointment that was also supposed to do the same thing, but that thing smelled like. Very pungent and just greasy. Like hot diaper garbage or what? Like barbecue sauce. Like, but oh. not in a good way. Oh. And it, <laughs> it's it's, it's like right on your neck, too. And you had to like, <laughs> and you had to like. Oh, the barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. It was oh, and like, you had to put it on three times a day. So I constantly smelled like barbecue sauce. <laughs> I think. And the way you do it is you have to like dip a Q-tip into this solution and then just place it on your on your skin tag, which was on my neck for like 30 to 40 minutes. Mm. And I had four of them. So it just got tedious and I was Mm -hmm. like, fuck it. So I Googled and one of the highest reviewed skin tag uh, removers were, well, it's a series. You can buy it from any distributor. It's like a rubber band. And you essentially just put the rubber band on the skin tag. And you choke the skin tag to death Mm -hmm. or what? Really? Yeah. Yeah. You choke it to death. Uh, And then it's supposed (laughs) to fall off. Shit. So I was like, how easy is this? You know, I'm working from home. No one has to see me. I'm about to go to Arizona on a trip. Like, let's just do that, right? Mm-hmm. So I bought it. 
the um putting the, the the rubber bands on super easy super simple i think i had one skin tag that was just a little too small to fit so i just didn't bother with it um the other three it, it hit and then a couple days later i'm like my like it kind of hurts like and they're definitely turning red and you know one looks like it's turning to black and i'm like yes that's the good thing like that's the that's, good part right it's like, dying it's dying um but it just wouldn't die and then it would go back to red and it just hurt a lot and my husband was like this doesn't look good and you're a fucking idiot <laughs> idiot he's like you shouldn't have done this this is how you die like you're going to have an you're going to get an infection and that's going to be the end so i'm about to be in Arizona for the weekend, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, if something were to happen, I don't want to be out of town. I called my my primary care doctor, and I sent her a picture of the skin tags, and I was like, hey, just making sure, this isn't a thing, right? She's like, I can I can have you into my office tomorrow morning. Oh, shit. I was shit. like, oh. Oh, shit. Come to realize, this is a common thing. Like, people are as dumb as I am, and they do this, and so they people, have to go in. like, dozens of you were trying to choke out their skin tags. Yeah, and apparently. It yeah, and she said, like, usually they'll try one of those things, they'll fuck up their skin, and then you'll have to go to her, and she just cuts it off. She's got these special scissors, and she has to cut it off, and then she um, uses this chemical um, cauterizer to close it up. And I, th- I still have, like, some scarring from it. Like, but it'll, year, like, like, just like, fade over time? Yeah, it, sh- it should fade over time. Um, but I was like, oh, wow, like, I'm a fucking idiot. Because when she cauterized it, I was so worried about these little skin tags on my neck that afterwards I had these giant, like, burn marks, like, black burn marks. Oh, shit. On my neck for a while. Yeah, it was, it was pretty gnarly. Um, so maybe... So what I'm getting out of this is that the aging hasn't made you dumber. It's just made you more vain and more likely to make like <laughs> reckless choices. Maybe. Right? Like maybe. we're just willing to, we're more desperate to remain youthful. Mm-hmm. So we're willing to do shit that like maybe we wouldn't have done at like 15. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? This, this product had such good reviews too. I was like convinced that it was going to fix all my problems. And I found out a couple weeks later why it had such good reviews. I got a letter in the mail from the company, and the company is fucking... Actually, I don't know if I should say the company on the air. I don't know. It, yeah, I'm, I'm, some Maybe guy don't. Dan's like, don't say it. Okay. But moral of the story, before, before I say anything else, do not use those rubber bands like from any company. I don't give a shit what the company is. More often than not, you're probably going to have to go into the doctor, and they're going to have to cut it off. And th- that's exactly what my doctor said. I have the scissors to prove it, too. She gave them to me. She's like, we're going to toss them afterwards anyway. So I took the scissors. I might cut off the other skin tag I have with the scissors. I don't know yet. I haven't decided how vain I'm going to be. But they sent me a letter. And they asked me to write a review for them. And if mm-hmm. I wrote a review, they would send me, like, a gift card. Ah, Okay. Damn. Yeah. Pay for play action here. This company is relentless, man. Well, I guess if it works. So you thought you were going to get rid of skin tags, but instead you gave yourself chemical burns. I did. Yeah. Mm. And you know what? That's not the first time that I had burns that sent me to urgent care. Oh. I I was stupid in the first few years of my marriage. I went to cook pasta and I had just learned that you're supposed to use a little pasta water Mm -hmm. to uh, spice up your Your sauces. Your sauces. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so what I had done was I had already taken the pasta out of the, the pan, but the pan still had the hot water in it. So my dumbass brain went, okay, I'm going to hold a cup under it in the sink as I pour this hot water into oh, the cup. No. Yeah, I got it all over a couple of my fingers. It was burning. I tr- My husband got me a bucket of ice. I put my hand in the ice, and then every time I take it out, it was so painful, I felt like I was dying. I had to go to the urgent care near our house they gave me um like a topical ointment and then i had a silver silver sulfadizine cream <laughs> how do you know about this cream uh we'll, we'll get there yeah well, no, no that, that's it it took a long time yeah. for it to heal but yeah but that was the cream wasn't that it? that was the cream the cream, <laughs> the cream cooled it down and and helped it heal it and it was antibiotic too mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so uh you i'll tell I, you about I, my foray into silver sulfadizine cream i think i need to know <laughs> I think I think you do know, and I think a lot of people uh, in my social circles know, and now the internet's about to know, and that's probably really fucking bad. But actually, the internet knew about this story after it happened, and my family got mad at me, and so I had to take the story down. What? I know. They got mad Did at me. Did you post about it on? On Instagram. Because uh. it fu- it's a funny story. Okay. And I don't get why it's such a big deal, but... Anyway, um, I this this whole series of events felt very Final Destination, right? Like you look back and you're like, hmm, it seems like everything was just setting up for this moment. And I uh, was gonna, I was getting ready for work, and I had decided to make some tea that day. I'm usually I'm a coffee person in the morning mm-hmm. usually because I I'm not a morning person. I yeah. hate my life in the mornings. Coffee is probably the only thing that makes me want to even live my life that early mm-hmm. in the morning. So, but for, maybe there wasn't coffee or something, so I had tea. Mm-hmm. But I was running late, so I boiled the tea, poured it in the cup. Didn't have time to wait for that bitch to cool. I had to be out the door. But I couldn't find the lid. There was no lid. So I had to just take it as is, you know? And so I put it in my cup holder, and there was an earring in my cup holder, which put the the uh, tea just off kilter enough <laughs> in the cup holder, right? So it's not, like, stable. And when I was driving to work, there was tree work being done oh in the my road. God. So there were a bunch of fallen branches. So you have to like drive over the branches. Ba-bump, ba-bump. So the, between the <gasps> bump, bump and the turning, that tilted the coffee cup enough filled with literally boiling tea. It had been out of the kettle for maybe six minutes in total. And it went onto my lap, sploosh, and, you know, it went in between my legs. And I'm basically sitting in a vat of, like, boiling water. (gasps) Yeah, dude, I'd never felt pain like that. I started to see, like, stars, and I was about ready to pass out. So, like, I pulled over to the side, just past the tree workers, and I put my car in park before it even fully stopped. I think I was still going, like, two or three miles an hour, and I just threw that bitch in park because (laughs) I was about to pass out. Oh, my God. Yeah, and so, like, I started taking my pants off. Because I had, because I'm sitting in hot yeah. boiling liquid, and the tr- the tree workers are starting to come <laughs> over to the car, and what they would have happened upon was not. I like managed to shake myself out of my stupor enough to like, <laughs> and, like pull away before the tree workers could get to my car. But I like got to work, and they were. Uh, I was a little bit late because of all this, and they were have, starting to have a meeting. And I walked in. I was like, I, I burned myself. Excuse me. Hold on a minute. And I like. <laughs> ran to the bathroom and I'm like trying not to pass out still yeah. splash some water on my face and I come out and I tell them basically what happened and I'm like hey I gotta go to urgent care do you think these people offered to take me no I took my bitch ass to <laughs> urgent care and it was flu season oh <gasps> and so I walk in there's sick motherfuckers there and I go up and I go up to the lady I'm like hi I burned my ass <laughs> 
And she was like, I'm sorry, huh? It's like, yeah, I, I like, like it's burning. Sorry, burned wasn't the right word. It's burning right now because like when you get a burn, unless you stop it, it's yeah, the, no, it's the still cooks. Tissue yeah, can, yeah, you're, I'm, I'm sizzling over here. And she literally was like, oh, um, oh, okay, uh, well, we'll, we'll get you in. Have a seat. And I look at her like, did you not hear what I just fucking said? My ass is burning. So I look. I maintained eye contact with her. I walked over towards a chair. And my version of sitting in the chair was squatting in front of it and then let, laying my back. So pretend my back is my ass. That's what was actually on the chair. And I was planking. I feel like I should take a picture and we should post on the Instagram what my... Pose, what my pose you know what? was. We will. We will. So you guys can look at our Instagram and see like how I sat in this chair because I, and I looked at her when I, cause like, this, like what the fuck do you think I'm going to do? Mm-hmm. And she kind of gave me this look like, okay, well she's psycho. And <laughs> then I see they take someone else that has the flu in mm-hmm. and I get up. I'm like, hi again. <laughs> I just want to reiterate <laughs> that, you know, I'm, I'm burning. Like I am getting crispier by the second <laughs> I need help yeah <laughs> she's like you're next you're next we promise i wasn't next i wasn't even next next i wasn't next 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 <laughs> like, and by like the fourth person i'm like oh she gonna fucking get it i get up to go yell at her again they open the door like Lindsay. like oh you live to fight another day so i get the they give me the gown like okay go in there you'll be fine like okay i'm in the room this means the doctor's coming help is on the way no no uh, a few minutes go by, nobody, nobody, 10 minutes. And I'm like, all right, you know what? This is, we're, we're yeah. at DEFCON 1 right now, as far as my ass is concerned. Yeah. So I literally started kicking the wall and pounding on the wall. Because so I thought if I make enough noise, somebody's going to come in here. <laughs> I don't care who it is. The police, <laughs> they know first aid, right? <laughs> like somebody. So, and sure enough, after about a minute, somebody came in and I'm like, oh, Hello, like, great. And I'm not making, I'm not passing judgment about anybody. Anybody can be a doctor, like man, woman, non-binary, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, whatever you can be. It just, it took me by surprise. It was this guy. He was probably about 6'5", and he had these really long dreads. He looked like the fifth member of the Cool Runnings Bob sled team. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, and he comes <laughs> this in. This guy's way too cool to be looking at me. He's way too cool to be looking at my burned ass. <laughs> my, like, my ring of fire. Like, he just, and he just stared at me. He didn't, he didn't say hello. He didn't say my name's Dr. Blah Blah. He just comes in and stares at me. And I'm staring at him. And I'm, he's staring at me. And I'm staring at him. And this little tiny blonde nurse comes in. And she's staring at me. And I'm staring at her. And he's staring at me. And I'm staring at him. And I said, OK. Are you going to examine me? And he's like, well, I need permission. And I fly open. I rip open my gown. <laughs> like, permission granted. <laughs> Christ. And so he's, you know, looking at my shit. And it's burned. Like, and when I say burned, I don't want to be dramatic here and say that, like, you know, the skin wasn't glued together. It wasn't peeling off. It was burnt. I couldn't tell. I, you know, up until then, I really hadn't looked at my asshole. Mm-hmm. But it was burned. And, you know, he proceeds to look at well, my front hole, too. <laughs> And he's examining things. And this is what this doctor actually said to me. He's like, we've got to get on top of this. Like, no shit. About two fucking hours ago, you yeah. bet. You bet. And he's like, because if we don't, flesh-eating bacteria could set in and we'll eat your lips off. What? <laughs> that is actually what this doctor said to me. He referred to my labia majora as my lips. 
<laughs> and that they were going to, in fact, be eaten off. Oh my! This by is the, not what I said. What by I w- the tea bacteria, if we didn't get on top of it right quick. <laughs> I don't ever want to hear that <laughs> from anybody. You know, and I kind of just didn't have anything to say other than, well, what are we going to do then, Doc? Because <laughs> I'd like to keep my lips for as long yeah. as possible. And he said, OK, so we're going to bandage you up. We're going to get this taken care of. And you're going to have to come in here to the office every single day and get bandaged. Because spoiler alert, when you burn your asshole, um, that's kind of like a dirty part on the body. Mm-hmm. So if poop touches your band-aid you've got to start over so um he leaves and i'm left with this little blonde nurse and she has to band-aid me and she said have you ever seen captain morgan and (laughs) without ever without saying anything i just like lifted my one leg and put it up on the stool and she literally has her head in my crotch and she's bandaging like from my front hole to my back hole uh, all the way down with uh, the silver sulfadiazine cream. That's why I know about this. And and I look down at her and I'm like, I'm really sorry that you have to do this. You know, it's probably not what you signed up for. And then she's like, it's why I became a nurse. And then she <laughs> continues to bandage me. I'm like, well, I don't know if this is specifically why, but thank you for your help. <laughs> I appreciate oh you. And so I, yeah, I come back the next day. And uh, <clears throat> to get bandaged, and they tried to charge me a copay. <gasps> no, and I fought. I'm not a fighter. Usually, I'll just kind of let shit go. Mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna let this go because this was the same to, bitch yeah. who made me wait while my ass was charring. Oh, yeah, fuck that bitch. Yeah, this was burnt ends, like literal. And uh, I was like, no way. I'm not paying no twenty fuck fucking five dollars yeah. no way and so i fought with her i'm like i'm literally just here to get bandaged i won't even see the doctor i'm here to see the little blonde nurse mm-hmm. and she's like no you have to and i said no i'm not i'm getting banned i said just give me the band-aid stuff then and i'll do it and mm-hmm. so anyway i didn't have to pay the copay and so i go in and the doctor actually did see me he took a look at my lips and my butthole mm-hmm. he's like wow it's looking really good glad we got on top of it and got ahead of it and got took care of it when we did I'm like oh yeah, well, the little bitch in the front didn't want you to. Yeah, seriously. And you took forever to see me. You're just staring at me. You talked about my lips. I don't know. This was just a ride I wasn't prepared to take. And so they basically said, you can do this on your own. Well, okay. I don't know if anybody's ever had to Band-Aid their asshole, <laughs> but it's very hard to do by yourself. And I didn't really have anybody that could help me with this. So I had to get up extra early every morning. I'd have to turn in the mirror, look over my shoulder, spread my ass cheeks apart, see where the burn was, and then turn back around, put a little cream on it. Turn back around, put a little, and, you know, full disclosure, when I had to shit, I had to spread my cheeks very far apart. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I had to hold them apart because lest that Band-Aid touch the poo, I had -hmm. to start all over and I was not going to do it. So uh, epilogue. All my shit's fine. Basically, what happened is I got a one and a half degree burn in a couple areas. But other than that, it was just a first degree burn. So it's basically akin to like a sunburn. But because your asshole skin and like it's thin, right? Like it's not it's not not meant to be even see. It's not meant to see the sun, much less be burnt by it. Exactly. So I know what it's like to be burnt. And actually, that's not the only time that hot liquid has ever touched my asshole the only other time that that's happened um is i used a bidet that had a temperature (laughs) control on it oh i think it was in tahiti and they had like you know you could go cold or hot and i didn't know there was a temperature knob and Mm -hmm. some 
some like masochistic asshole must like to fire up their butthole because whoever used that in the hotel room before me had it all the way on like as mm-hmm. hot as it'll go. And I thought, oh, this looks fun. Hit the button and it was like, you know, dragon's breath in my ass and it was horrible and shit hurt. I didn't burn myself because I got out of there pretty mm-hmm. quick, you know, but I've had hot liquid touch my ass more than... I care to admit. So I posted that story on my Instagram because it was funny as fuck. It, it was is a picture funny. of me in my in my gown looking mm. very sad. And I kind of did an abbreviated version of that and it blew up and my they were like, "Why are you telling these kinds of stories on the internet? Nobody needs to know about this. That's your business." I'm like, <laughs> "Enter podcast." And and now I can't take it back. So <laughs> nana na boo boo family. <laughs> I can't run for office now. <laughs> oh well. But you but but that being said, if anyone has ever had a, a hot water burn or a, you know, any any kind of burn that's liquid, so steam burn, that shit, like, it doesn't go away. Like, that pain will last until you do something about it. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was telling you, I could not take my hand out of the ice water. Otherwise, it would hurt so bad that I was shaking. Like, mm. and I can't imagine that you had to deal with that kind of pain without the ice water. Like if I I don't know I would have stuck my ass in ice water or something because I I, I would have been I can't do this I can't do this and speaking of the bidet so we have a bidet but we also have our pipes on the ceiling so mm. in the summertime that water can get really hot and you're just <laughs> like oh, oh oh clean it clean it clean it because there's no just... way I'm not using that bidet like are you serious yeah yeah you don't know how clean your ass feels or I guess you don't know how dirty your ass feels with just toilet paper until you use a bidet. Mm. And then once you start using a bidet, anything else just feels like disgusting. Okay. So when you, so your bidet, does it use the water from the toilet? Uh, It uses the water from the water tank. Oh, okay. So it's a completely separate source. Yeah. I I don't think there's any bidet that uses water from inside the toilet. I don't know. I don't know, bitch. It's I don't not know a how fucking it's waterfall. It doesn't just like. No, I don't know if like there was a hose like in the tank, like in the upper deck part of the toilet. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 in the water reserve in the back. Yeah. of the toilet. Yeah, and that's the water that. So it uses it. It goes through that water first, but then it'll like if you keep it on for a while, it'll filter through the other water. Oh, so that's why like in the summertime or in the wintertime, the water is fine. The water, you know, mm-hmm. but if you're like, oh, I need, I need to kind of clean a little bit more, or if you're on your period and stuff like that, then it'll pull from the <laughs> roof, and that water is either ice cold or like hot as hell. Hmm. Damn. Yeah. You're playing roulette. Been there, done that. Don't recommend it. So I'd be careful, my friend. Thankfully, I have a little bit of time between. When it does get hot or cold. So the clock starts. It does. It does. (laughs) And then as soon as you feel the burn on your butthole, you're like, okay, we're done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you don't want your lips to get eaten off because apparently those two things are related. No, I fucking don't. Yeah. (laughs) I honestly, I can't even imagine. Me neither. I'm I'm fucking traumatized. (laughs) Yes. uh, It was terrible. So... Okay, so you said that most of your injuries have happened later in your life. So what, what else is like... What is like the next most recent thing that's happened to you then? I can tell you the most recent thing that happened oh, to shit. me. Oh, shit. Yeah. It has to do with shit, actually. Oh. Not mine. My fucking dogs. Um, about a month ago, 
a, a little over a month ago, I my dog had the runs. She's got a very sensitive stomach. She's a husky. She fucking sucks. Um, I took her to the vet because it, it had been, this is the worst it had been. Um, and I guess at the vet, they didn't take her shit. I, I wrongfully assumed they had taken her shit. I was already, I didn't have sleep because she had woken me up like every hour to go out. Mm-hmm. She just, she just couldn't hold, like it was just bad. Her stomach hurt a lot. Um, and you know, spoiler alert, she ate a raw patty today. Like we were making burgers and she ate a raw patty and we had put a, like a cube of brie mm-hmm. in it. So I'm just waiting for the runs tonight. Like I know it's about to happen. <laughs> But I, I hadn't slept. I I was kind of stressed out. I pick her up from the vet. I put her in my car. And in my car, because she's a husky, I, I bought a, um, it's like a little blanket thing that you put in the back seat mm-hmm. so that they don't sit on your seat. Um, well, she shit. Like, immediately. She shit. As soon as she got into the car? Immediately, yeah. As soon as she got in the car, she, she fucking took a... And then she didn't want to sit near it, so she tried to get in the front seat. So it's it, she shit a lot. So I took her back into the vet. To like for them to hold on to her while I threw away this thing. And then I pick her back up and I'm trying to walk her around this pet smart because she goes to Banfield. And um I'm like so concerned with getting her to go to the bathroom again because I really don't want her to poo in my car where now I can't like <laughs> take it. Yeah. Um and my foot slipped off the curb and I heard a crunch. Ugh. I fucking sprained my ankle. <laughs> and so I'm with a shitty dog with my shitty ankle, and I'm like Egoring it like I'm limping to my car, and this lady's looking at me as like tears are welling up in my eyes because oh, I'm no. like it hurts like hell, and I'm just like so overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And she's like, are, "Are you okay?" And I can't speak mm-hmm. because if I speak, I'm not gonna be like, "No, I'm fine, I'm fine, thank you." No, I'd go. I'm, ah, ah. So all I did was I did, ah, and I gave her a, like a <laughs> thumbs up, like I'm good, oh, I'm my good. God. And so pathetic. <laughs> and there is nothing more triggering than the words, are you okay? Because yeah, you're like, I'm not. How long do you have? Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm, I'm somehow limping back to my car. Uh, I get the dog back in the car. Everyone's, everyone else is staring at me. No one else is offering to help because obviously I'm not going to accept it because I don't even know why. I should have accepted help. I just, I wasn't going, going to in that moment. I somehow, with the grace of God, get home. I get in and I yell at my husband, you have to take the dog out. I hurt myself. <laughs> and like, I guess he doesn't hear me right away. So I like limp. I take her outside and I'm just sitting on the <laughs> hammock that we have. Just tears <laughs> pooling down my face. And he comes out and he's like, oh, what did the doctor say? Are you okay? And I'm like, oh, no. no. <laughs> I'm in so, fact not okay. I didn't go to the, uh, I didn't go to the, no, I didn't, I didn't go to urgent care or get an x-ray because I was like, it's a sprain. Mm-hmm. I can kind of walk on it. It just fucking hurts. Mm-hmm. So uh, he he was really great. He wrapped my ankle. Like, we iced it for a couple days. I stayed off of it. I had to limp around the house. Like, day two, I couldn't put any weight on it. I, I had to, like, crawl <laughs> between the rooms um, because he gave me a, uh, what are they called, like, a walker? Yeah, he gave me a walker. No shit, that's, for that's real? all we fucking had. We had a walker and we had a, um, like a, a cane. But I couldn't use the cane because... Shut up. Yeah, we had a walker. Are you good? You probably look so fucking stupid. 
I was using the walker as a fucking uh, as a pair of crutches. So I would like go <laughs> and then I jump because I couldn't put any pressure or Damn. any weight I mean, on I my foot. I feel bad for you, but that image is really funny. <laughs> well, my sister then gave me uh, a pair of crutches mm-hmm. like two days later, so I had those as I was healing. <laughs> but that that was the first time I'd ever like sprained my ankle. I I'd broken. I've only ever broken one bone. I broke my pinky toe in like 2017 because I slammed it against the couch. Um, mm. <laughs> but that's the only like mi- like injury that I've ever had like that. So and how many months ago? This was like a month ago. This is like a month ago, and I'm I'm okay now. Occasionally, actually, if I like if I move my ankle in a certain way, it'll like ache a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's 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 okay. It. I guess it wasn't that severe or because I kind of stayed off of it for as long as I did because my husband's a saint. He he helped out a lot. He took the dogs out. He, like, wouldn't he, – he was relentless with the uh, the icing of my ankle. He was like, keep it elevated, keep it iced. So mm-hmm. thankfully, um, knock on wood, I'm, uh, I'm okay. <laughs> now, I know that you had a similar – Six months ago, man, I sprained my ankle for the first time ever. Yeah, I mean, so many people that we know have been like, oh, I've sprained my ankle so many times. I've done this. I've mm-hmm. done that. I, you know, used to do it in sports or I did it dancing. I did this, that. I'm like, you guys are fucking crazy. How, how yeah. are you guys all spraining your ankles? What's wrong with you people? Yeah. And six months ago, I became one of those people. <laughs> but it wasn't playing sports. It wasn't dancing. Well, actually, well, it was yeah, dancing. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. All right. Yeah. What, well, what it was... Um, <laughs> Was, it was fueled by a culmination of different things that just led to one really bad decision. You know, we went to a concert, and um, my favorite song by these artists were playing. So it was the uh, Dropkick Murphys, mm-hmm. and my favorite song that they sing was playing as we were rolling up to the concert because the billing, the listed, um, we thought they were going to be headlining, but they were not. It no. wasn't very clear on the advertising, and I was very upset because I had – seen them once prior and the person I had gone with was very uh, unhappy and they (laughs) demanded that we leave early so I wanted to redeem myself and here I am missing the concert so we go in and I'm upset and we've already had quite a bit to drink that was why we were late Uh, we were Mm pre-gaming and then I decided to try to make up for the time that we missed listening to them and I thought I'd go in the mosh pit with the big boys (laughs) But I am a mighty five, five and three quarters and I am drunk. <laughs> so put those two things together in the mosh pit. I was probably very easy target to just push down. Mm-hmm. And I went down hard and my ankle went one way and my foot went another way. Now, thankfully, mosh pit culture, they pull you right back up after they knock you down. But I got the fuck out of there because mm-hmm. that hurt. It did not feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're drunk... Things don't hurt as much as they should. I am baffled that you were able to stay on your feet for as long Not as Not only did. did I stay on my feet for the rest of the concert, yeah. we walked like a mile and a mm-hmm. half we did. to eat at a Turkish restaurant because we didn't want to pay for the Uber. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, I said we shouldn't, and you said we should. I don't remember that conversation at all. <laughs> so I was the only sober one, and I was like... Lindsay, this is not a good idea. And you're like, I want Turkish food. I want I've kebab. never had Turkish food. Why would I suggest that? It's you fucking must have, kebab. You had to have mentioned that there, oh, there's a kebab place. And then I just got so hung up on the fact that it was there was kebab. Yeah, but like there was like a Carl's Jr. 20 feet away from us. I was like, Talk let's just Carl's eat Jr. there. That's exactly what you said. 
<laughs> so I did say that then. Well, see, I don't know. I don't remember it, but apparently the kebab wasn't good. It doesn't matter. I no, threw it, it up in the bushes outside anyway. As so, the Uber's driving as up. The Uber was pulling up, but he still picked us up. He did, and you held your shit together. I did. I did. You did. Mm-hmm. I was not going to pay that cleaning fee. Oh, mm-hmm. no. Nope. I was sober enough to know that that was not an option. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next day, my shit would not bend. It was super swollen. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny because my roommate, her ankle hurts sometimes and she has a brace. So she let me share her brace. So it's mm-hmm. like I'd wear it a little bit. She'd wear it a little bit. <laughs> I'd wear it a little bit more. Um, and now it's finally six months later. I can move it pretty freely. I mean, I was pretty, um, on top of doing exercises and stuff for it. Mm -hmm. Every once in a while it does hurt, but it took about this long for me Mm -hmm. to be able, like, let's say you want to do a quad stretch, you know, the one where you grab your ankle, your foot and you pull to like Mm -hmm. stretch out your quad for a long time. I could not do that. Mm -hmm. It was too much strain on my ankle. And it's only been about maybe about a month since I've been able to do that without pain. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, do you think you fucked yourself up more by not like immediately sitting down and by just continuing to? There's a hundred percent chance. Yeah. but I was wearing those really aggressive, <coughs> ridiculous boots. You were, and and I think the ankle support because they're high tops. They mm-hmm. really did. They help. saved me. Yeah. Yep. So thank you, Forever Twenty One, for those shoes <laughs> because you done saved my life. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I like you. I. I feel like those kinds of injuries are the ones that I've acquired Mm -hmm. more as an adult. As a kid, mine were more rooted in like falling down or like. Yeah. Scraping your your knees. Oh my gosh. My left knee is disgusting. There's so many scars. Me too. What? I think it's my right knee actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For whatever reason, I was in track, which was like. So dumb because <laughs> I run late. I don't run, you know, <laughs> like, and, uh, the meet that I was in, I don't remember how long it was. It honestly might've just been like a 400. I don't know, mm. but like <laughs> it was a waterfall start. So what does that mean? it means like you guys are all spaced out. Like lane one is, uh, here like on the inside lane two, they're a little bit further ahead, but because oh, they're okay. like further out. So it's yeah. just, um, and, but once the race starts, you can go in any lane you want. Okay. So, um, whatever. So we start and people are like, you know, beelining into the first lane or whatever. And, um, she tripped me and I, this girl tripped me. Um, and she was from a rival school, but she was friends with a really good friend of mine. And I hold to this day that she just didn't like me and she did it on purpose. So I went down, I scraped the shit out of my knee. It was all bloody. And, um, I got back up and I finished the race. I didn't even come in last, which was kind of a miracle because wow. I really was not a track star. No, if I was in that class, I'd still come last. And so I'm like, my shit was all fucking bleeding. It was like some Braveheart shit. And I finished. Um, and But it just, it never healed like right. And now it just, there's like this big mm-hmm. giant white scar mm-hmm. on my knee and it is not cute. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I was like seven or eight. And I was in England at my uncle's house, and we he, he lived, like, uh, there was, like, a hill right next to his house. And they were doing construction on his front lawn at the time. Mm-hmm. So it was just a bunch of, like, sand and grid and, you know, whatever have you. I was running down the hill. I was racing one of my cousins down the hill. I tripped because there's, like, a shit ton of sand and debris everywhere. Mm. And I scraped the shit out of my knee. As one does as a kid, whatever, you get over yeah. it. Um, I We clean it bandage it it stops bleeding 
whatever. I'm good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then a couple days later, it still hasn't, like, or I guess it's starting to get a, uh, I want to say crust, but that's not scab. Okay. Starting to scab <laughs> crust. Um, it, start, it, it, it's, it hasn't scabbed yet, but it's, like, almost there. Right. Um, I, it's cold because it's in wintertime, so um, I'm getting dressed for the morning. I grab my tights because that's what I do. I grab my tights. We're playing all day, and I notice the area where the um, wound was is just looking a little wet. It's just oh, looking no. a little sticky. I don't pay any mind again because we're, we're running around. Yeah, we're yeah. kids. We're running around. I, at some point, I remember like pulling at it to be like, what the fuck? And it's not coming off <clears throat> that portion. And I'm like, that's weird. We're still playing around. My mom gets home because she was out all day. Mm-hmm. And um, she gets home and her and my aunt are just sitting there talking. And I'm like, hey, can you look at my knee for a second? I can't get my tights off. And my mom's like, what the fuck do you mean you can't get your tights off? Mm-hmm. And I remember her, like my aunt grabbing a kettle because they're like freaking out now. And like they're trying to pull off, you know, they're trying to use hot water. And I'm like crying. I'm like this hurts. Don't do it. It hurts. It hurts. They ended up taking me to the hospital there because uh, it, it, it's England. It's national health care. Like mm-hmm. you go, you just go to the ER if something like that happens. So I remember going in the hospital and I remember sitting down on the table and the doctor's going, right, we're taking this off. And I'm like, no, they already tried. We, we're good. Like it's we're not good. coming off. These are my, this is my new skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, is, this is what's happening. They ripped it off and there was a, like an actual crater in my knee from where it had stuck. Holy shit. Um, Literally. Yeah. And and so I'm like, "Ah," and it's bleeding like fucking mad at this point. Mm. So they wrap it. They they put ointment or whatever on it. They wrap my knee. I can't get it wet. And every like couple days, I have to actually go back to the doctor's office like or to wherever we were. I don't even remember where we were because I was so young. And they have to change the dressing. But the like... I guess the two times they changed the, the first two times they changed the dressing, it, it would open the wound again. Mm. I don't know what the hell was up with this, this, but like they take off the gauze and it would just again blood everywhere. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I had there was a clear giant white mark on my knee until I was about fifteen, sixteen, and so far, like it has now faded a little bit, mm-hmm. but. If you if you know where to look, like I'm gonna be checking out your knees next time I you're know. exposed. I'll show you. I'll show you. It's I'll show you. it's gross. <laughs> or you, I have like a little scar from when my sister kicked me when we were younger, and she had like long toenails. Damn. So like, <laughs> impaled what the hell? me. Yeah. I have I have a scar on my finger. So do you remember that show? Um, I think it was called Scars or Scarred. That MTV show where like no skate bros would just talk about how they like. We're trying to shred gnar and like they ate shit and like they got a compound fracture and they had to go to the hot. It was literally just dudes it like talking bam? about. No, it's just like anybody could go on the show and it was just a, a montage of like three or four different people, how they got these like serious injuries <laughs> and like what happened medically and and then they show the scar mm-hmm. after. And I think it was called Scar or Scars or something like that on MTV. It was just it was a show. Um and I remember watching it in my mom's house. And one of the people had done something really dumb and he was talking about his scar and I was like, this guy's an idiot. And I said something like that out loud. 
And then I went up to the sink to do something in the sink. And I kept feeling this like weird thing on the bottom of my shoe. And I, I was just going to flip it, like flip it off the bottom of my shoe. It was a piece of glass that was wedged <gasps> in my shoe. And I just, and it was like, you know, squeak, squeak, squeak with all this blood coming out. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. And I was like holding my hand close and I held it so tight and for so long that like the doctor kind of had to pry my hand open. Mm -hmm. But uh, on my fourth finger on, um, it's actually on my left hand, mm -hmm. um, he, they had to sew it closed, mm -hmm. but it had to get stitches, but I had to get multi-layered stitches. So the ones <gasps> on the inner layer that dissolve oh and then the outer God. ones because I had cut it so deep. And yeah, so there's a scar there now. And every once in a while, there's like this really uncomfortable, like, like, I don't like touching the scar. It just feels kind of icky. Like, I, don't, I just don't like the way it feels. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. And sometimes it hurts. You can see it right here. Yeah. Oh, it's hard. Yeah, but, like, yeah. So if you, like, really rub it, I hate that feeling. Like, right here. Oh, right here? Up here, yeah. I hate it. <laughs> and, yeah, and it hurts sometimes. And the I just feel like karma like the universe was like yeah. oh you're gonna judge somebody for having a fucking scar guess what <laughs> guess who's getting a scar bam and where the fuck did that glass come from i don't know it was on the kitchen floor and i found it my moccasins <laughs> found it son of a bitch oh my God. i know it was terrible and i feel like stuff like that the bad luck stuff that happens to me like shortly after that i got stung by a jellyfish when at, oh my god yeah like a year or something mm -hmm. year year or two later I was on a dive boat with my family and I did my first night dive. Woo. And uh, as we were about to come up, I got fucking stung by a jellyfish and it threw me for a loop because I was like young. I was a little kid <laughs> and it upset me so bad that I like threw up over the side of the boat <laughs> and like they're having to dump vinegar on the thing. And I have a scar from it. It's very, very, very faint because it's from mm. so long ago. But I do right here. I don't know if you can see. I have this very faint line and um. I wasn't allowed to scratch it. So I, for like a month, I looked like a spaz because I'd be eating at the dinner table and I would just like hang and like tense up because <laughs> it would itch. And so I feel like all my scars are always really random. Like, you yeah, know, jellyfish. You could, jellyfish. I mean, that being said, I went snorkeling once somewhere. I don't, I don't even remember where we were, um, but half of the group got stung by jellyfish. I was Damn, one really? of the lucky that ones that didn't. Yeah, but. Were they, was it bad enough to like leave marks and stuff? Um, I don't know about that, but I do know that they had vinegar and they were passing it around because <laughs> i was like someone's gonna get pissed on like i knew you were excited I, to see yeah. people get pissed well, on i was like this is the one time like it's not me so like what do you mean the one time it's not you i'm usually the one that's getting fucking hurt like oh i thought you meant getting peed on i was like jesus <laughs> i'm not donald it's not trump even an after <laughs> <laughs> this is not even an after dark episode nasty but you were just talking about yeah no i i you were but, just talking about someone else getting hurt. Not yeah, someone else getting hurt. No, not not getting peed on. No, okay. <laughs> I want to know though. Do you have a um, not a fear of glass, but like, are you apprehend like careful around glass bits now? No. Oh, okay. No. I mean, well, I mean, like, yeah, I'm careful. You know. Yeah. I don't just Hulk smash like really aggressively grab my cups, yeah. but like, I'm not like afraid. I mean, I'm not a. I'm afraid of eyeball stuff, remember? Yeah, so that's true, yeah. That's, like, my one thing. That and, mm -hmm. like, that's, honestly, that's probably it. Oh. <laughs> See, for, for me, I do stained glass work. Mm -hmm. So I'm constantly, like, cutting myself on glass. Or I'm getting it stuck in me. Mm -hmm. So, like, I guess so more So it's, like, recently, no big deal to you? It No, I mean, I haven't 
thankfully I haven't had a injury that required stitches. Mostly it's just me being stupid and me like pushing my finger on something that's like there's a really mm. sharp glass shard there and now it's in my finger and now I have to like I'm cursing as I'm in the bathroom trying to like run it underwater so I can see so I can pick it out. Ooh. But nasty. Yeah, it it doesn't look great obviously, but um usually it's more superficial wounds than something going straight through my hand mm-hmm. or or me needing stitches. That being said, one of our listeners, actually, one of our favorite listeners, mm-hmm. uh, emailed us recently um, a video of people walking into glass windows or, like, people <laughs> walking like through birds. The- yeah, yeah. Um, he, uh, he likes to listen to us while he paints Warhammer, so I wanted to give him a shout-out. Woo! Go I, you! Uh- <laughs> I was today sold when I found out that Warhammer was like a video game. No, it's not a video game. Oh, it's not. It's, it's just a, a diorama. Game. Okay. I thought, because my Warhammer, like when you say Warhammer to me, it means pooping underwater. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like a Warhammer is like somebody basically having mad diarrhea underwater and like going upside down and like projectile pooping water and i forget what it's supposed to look like a war hammer when it comes out or something but yeah if you like google underwater war hammer there's like i think there's like reddits about it but so huh. i realize now that war hammer is in fact a like figurine it's a strategy diorama. game oh yeah. it's a strategy game so, and you paint your characters yeah a lot okay. of people so, some people just like it for the painting of the the mm-hmm. warhammer figures but some people actually use them for battles and stuff. That's fucking cool. If you could like personalize your character like that, yeah, I would be super invested in that. My my husband actually is really into that stuff. Yeah, so. that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's a way cooler than pooping underwater for sure. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you gotta go, you gotta go. But well, like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, a lot of money invested, a lot of time, and your boy Henry Cavill ah, likes Henry Warhammer. Cavill. It's like the ultimate Mighty Morphin Power Daddy. He likes Warhammer. He does like Warhammer. I guess I like Warhammer. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to show you this video that um, this person sent us because I think it's pretty funny. And they they pointed to um, a certain time stamp. So Mm, I think we should watch it. Okay. This guy, like, I think he's late for his bus. And he (laughs) fucking books it. And I don't know why he didn't. Why did he, like, Superman jump through the glass? I don't fucking know. Dude, he thought he was going to look so cool. Well, I mean, he did. He got up right away. And he's he like, did. I'm going to miss my best. Completely shattered this glass panel and just got the fuck back up because he's going to be late. and He's going to miss his bus. The hustle, I think, is what Dude. makes that so funny. Why is it so funny when people injure themselves? Sometimes. Sometimes. I mean, they say schadenfreude is a thing, right? Like. The German term for deriving joy from other people's misery. Okay, thank God you said it was a German term because for a second I went, did she speak English? Was that an English word? <laughs> like The word means, I don't know, it basically translates to, I'm getting joy from your misery. So like slapstick comedy. Yeah. Three stooges. Pretty kind much, of, yeah. yeah. On like some base level or even like reality TV I think is schadenfreude too because like, you're seeing somebody's life go to shit and you're like, oh, my life's not that bad. Or look how shitty you guys are. Whoa. Yeah, but then you, well, as you're laughing, you trip and fall just as they did. Yeah, I mean, I was watching reality TV yeah. about scars and then I had got one myself. So yeah. schadenfreude's not to be messed with, folks. It, it it's is a fine not. line. Or, or you see other people doing something and you're like, I can do that. Like my dumbass when I was 
like nine years old, I saw the neighborhood kids running around barefoot in the summer outside on the cement, like on the concrete. Mm -mm. So I went, fuck it. I'm going to do it too. Mm -hmm. After an entire day of doing that, my my big toe, the bottom of it had blistered and it was starting to peel. My mom was yelling at me and then holding my foot as she tried to cut off the excess skin so she could bandage my toe. Oh, my God. Now that you think about it, it's pretty funny because I'm an idiot. I thought that I was going to be just like them. Why were they able to do it, though? I don't know. They must have, like, Superman like feet Hobbit or feet something. Like Hobbit feet or something, yeah. right? My, my delicate toes could not handle it. Apparently the- not. I mean, I've been to a water park barefoot. No more. No. I don't care if I look like an ass with water shoes. Right? Thank you. I don't give you. a shit. It's the difference Thank between you. being 30 and any other age. Like... <laughs> I know because they you they get yeah. charred and yeah. they hurt and like I want to go down the Zip World Tornado four thousand but it's yeah. forty five minute wait and my tootsies can't handle it no. so I'm yeah going... I'll be wearing my pink water shoes looking Thank like an you. asshole but honestly whatever. like anywhere that you have to like I'm going to a resort this summer um it's got a bunch of pools. My ass is bringing like water shoes. Well, what? Hold on. Whoa, whoa. No, here's no. the thing. Here's the thing. I don't want to leave my sandals by the by the chair or whatever. Why? I just wanna, why? Why not? Well, you think somebody's gonna jack your sandals? Yeah. It's happened. Spita, you've got it tiny fucking ass feet, happened. Bro. No, it fucking happened. I was in Cancun. We went to a water park. I had like Birkenstocks before they were popular, and I had these like really cool but uncool like sandals. They were strappy and shit. Took them there. Someone stole them. Damn. Okay, so, but that was a water park. You're going to a hotel pool. I know, but. All right, man. Wear your sandals. I wear, will. Or wear your water shoes my only into concern, the hotel pool. But my, know oh, that if anybody even remotely close to my personality is there, they, <laughs> are, they are looking at you with one eyebrow to the sky. See, the only reason I'm hesitant of water shoes in those situations. Fuck off, Dan. He's laughing. Is because I don't want the tan line. That's literally it. You get the ones that have the sweet ventilation things, and then you get like a cool pattern on your foot. You look like a lizard. spotted lizard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So, so do you know why we get injured more as we get older? Um, because God doesn't favor the aged. That's I don't exactly know. Exactly it. <laughs> I don't know why. Why do we? Is um, it because shit gets like? So our muscle mass decreases. Oh. Which. Doesn't seem to be the case for you because you're still active. I'm not, and I don't have any muscle mass. So maybe I need to. What were you talking about? Dexterity. You need to be like. You need I to mean, work on it. If or you like don't range do. of motion, That's if you it. don't use it, you lose it. And range of motion is mm-hmm. one of the most, most, most important things for a healthy, aged lifestyle. Because if you think about it, if you lose the uh, mobility in your hips, getting the fuck off a toilet is going to be pretty hard <laughs> when you're like 80. And like, so if you don't have muscle mass and range of motion, you're, you're going to hurt yourself. You, yeah. That's when your sexy ass caretaker has to help you wipe your ass. And who wants that? You know? No, not no, no. me. Not you want him there for other reasons. Not that's to wipe true. your ass. That's Come on true. Now. Yeah. Cause you, you as enough. you said, you lose the elasticity in your ligaments. Um, you also ah. lose cartilage in your joints and your spine. Okay. Apparently. So we become like more brittle basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is why you get like a lot of older people have like back injuries. More often. Wow. Okay. Sapita so said that and looked directly at Sound Guy Dan because Sound Guy Dan recently hurt his back. Yeah. And yeah. right after he turned 30. Yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> but like, wow, Sapita, you just, you well, talk I mean, with your eyes, no, man. I, you do. But I do, actually. Because, <laughs> okay, side note here. Um, 
my, we were cooking earlier. My husband and I were cooking, and he measured out a tablespoon for the oil. And I didn't say anything. I didn't say shit. But I guess I said a lot with my eyes because I like looked at him like, dude, you don't have to fucking measure a tablespoon of oil. And uh, I got I got reamed. I got reamed for it. Cause for he's like, I want to use the proper amount for giving sass with your peepers. Apparently. Mm. I mean, that's how uh, I got yelled at by Sound Guy Dan once. <laughs> he told he he started yelling at me. He's like, "Big fat one right here!" And yeah, he, like, as he was flipping stuck you his, off. Yeah, stuck well, his middle you finger know, in my you face. You pushed him a little too far. I didn't Rita. say anything. Exactly. For fuck's though, sake, you did. Body language speaks <laughs> volumes, bro. We take in so much information about the people around us. Nonverbal communication is like seventy percent of the communication that's happening with people at any given moment. Boom. Made up statistics, but they're ballpark right. <laughs> <laughs> they're mostly probably right. I know for well, sure most of our communication's nonverbal because I'm like saying words to you, but there's also like my head. How's my head? Are my nostrils flaring? Am I winking? Like how? What are my eyes doing? Look at I'm like I've got my hands on my hips, like I'm lecturing you for talking with your eyeballs. So like nonverbal communication's everything. Whatever, dude. <laughs> All I'm saying, I was just trying to justify to Sound Guy Dan, like, hey, it's not just you. It happens to all of us as we age. But this time it did happen to you, and it was actually kind of funny. So, sorry. So we become more brittle and... We did. More loose, like our ligaments and shit. Yeah, and, and it's... it's or no, easy. They get tighter. no, they get tighter. Oh, so they get tighter. If you're so used like to a... having that range of motion, like what you're talking mm, about, mm -hmm. then you could easily throw out something because mm -hmm. you're like, oh, I know I can move my arm back this mm -hmm. far, but spoiler but alert, yeah, you can't. So hmm. so it's like uh, you get a tree branch. That tree branch is green. It's very bendy. It's very hard to break it because mm -hmm. it's so bendy and new. And then <laughs> it gets old. So now we're, we're brown little tree branches. <laughs> yeah. As we, as right. we age, we're going to start to... Things are going to start snapping. Yeah. Mm. Gosh. That's a great analogy thank you thank you i uh can't take total credit for it there is a thing called a green i think it's called a green branch fracture oh where it's like a repeated motion fracture oh it's like a stress fracture oh like tennis elbow no i don't even know I, what tennis elbow i is. think that's just an inflammation oh, okay. like of the bursa maybe or it's an inflammation of something i don't oh. want to Maybe. I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I think those are usually trauma. I don't know, guys. I don't want to say something <laughs> and then have people be like, this is dumb. But like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. The green tree branch fractures is a thing. Oh, okay. Or like some variation of that. I don't know. Oh. I've had wine. What do you want me to do? <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> um, well, the last thing on this list is deterioration of balance, which is what uh -huh. happened to me when I sprained my ankle. Well, that's not a deterioration of balance. You just weren't paying the fuck attention you weren't paying fucking yeah, attention but I, I mean we've all fallen off of a sidewalk before we've all slipped yeah. off a sidewalk oh before. yeah i fell into a ditch at the running around the reservoir over here uh by your house what yeah because it was like nighttime and i was changing the song on my phone and when it's really bright you know you can't see and i didn't realize i wasn't running straight anymore oh my god i fell into the ditch <laughs> <laughs> that's a little steeper than a curb <laughs> 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 I recovered though, no injuries, but I was also this was also like ten years ago, so yeah, I yeah. better not <laughs> change Literally, my iPod song. <laughs> once you turn thirty, things things just go south. They go yeah. very south, and you know why they go south once you turn thirty? Because they just get used to get brittle. You just well, said. sure, but 
back in the the olden times. The olden times. The olden times. So Neanderthals um, lived until they were about thirty years old. Oh, so we're like about to die. By, yeah, we're by about to die. Standards. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. Um, the in the Roman Empire, it was a little lower. It was about twenty five, and I think that's because of plague, disease, mm-hmm. um, you know, war, mm-hmm. people, deaths. deaths, huh? Oh yeah, infant. Well, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know how much infant deaths skews it though, because I don't. They're not talking about average lifespan. They're talking about life expectancy. It's so like someone's born, like yeah, you'll probably make it to twenty five. Yeah, if someone's born, they they they're like at least twenty five, or like about twenty five. Um, I cannot imagine b- twenty five right? being like that was it. But okay, think <laughs> about it. Think about it because even in the Middle Ages, it's still about thirty three years old. But think about it. All of the times that you've needed antibiotics, there was the flu. We've had we've been vaccinated. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we've we've been vaccinated. Things are were very, um, you know, life was. Uh, there was a lot of um, manual labor involved. Mm-hmm. So that takes a, that that takes a toll it's on a your body. Life. Yeah, you see some of yeah. these people, and they're like, you know, thirty years old, and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> there were wars, and you know. Mm-hmm. People had to go fight in wars. If you're a woman, childbirth. Mm-hmm. And the older you are, as you know, the, the the more risky the childbirthing experience is. And there wasn't any contraception, so you're just getting pregnant until you can't get pregnant anymore. Hmm. So if life expectancy was like 30, were women just never experiencing menopause because they didn't live long enough? Or were their cycles like not as long? So they did... The women that lived long enough would experience um, menopause. But However, what is long enough, though? Well, I mean, like normal 50? age, I think, of menopause, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, because this is just the expectancy, right? People did live longer. People, you, you know, Socrates was an mm-hmm. old man. So, I mean. That's true. He beat but, the odds. But that being said, we, you know, that's what we're taught. Maybe he was an old man at 40, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Um, but. By the early 1900s, the life expectancy expectancy had jumped to 55 years. So already, because of modern medicine, mm-hmm. you know, things are starting to, you know, humans are starting to live longer and longer lives. But so we for sure would have perished because I think about the times sure. that I've needed meds in my life. Yeah, I yeah. probably wouldn't have made it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I I got the flu. I you know I could have died from the flu because also hygiene wasn't. Right? Not the As same. As great, yeah. yeah. Um, if you lived in a city, you lived in very close proximity to right. other people. Sewers and things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you got, you know, as a woman, if you got a UTI, sorry, That's sucks it. to be you. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure things were not clean, like, clean back then, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so STDs, yeah. right? People yeah. getting, like, syphilis or something. There's no penicillin. No. So, rip. Sorry. <laughs> See yeah. ya. Childbirth. Yeah. I mean, that's childbirth. traumatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess the point here is that getting old is inevitable <laughs> and we need meds. To, <laughs> we need we need meds we, to, to live long lives after 30. Damn. Well, I did take aspirin today because I had a headache because I didn't get all my sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> but if you were living in the Middle Ages, wake up, peasant! You got to go. You know, yeah, you got to go tend to your flock till or the whatever. soil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck that! No way! I'm not tilling shit. 
Well, if you, the thing is, if you don't till, you starve, right? There's not like a no. There's there's no, no golden arches. <laughs> I could ye old golden arches. <laughs> I could <laughs> saunter up to. Can I have a double double? Your your fried sponge, sponge, please. <laughs> And an ale. <laughs> and an ale. <laughs> oh, that, that would be great. I would right? love to see that, like a medieval fast food place. Have you ever seen the movie Black Knight? No. Oh. Is it good? Yeah, it's it's Martin Lawrence. It's it's He's funny. Martin I like Lawrence him. humor, yeah. But it's basically um, a guy that works at a medieval times slash renaissance fair type place. Oh, nice. Accidentally falls into a time portal and gets taken back to... To like real renaissance time? Real times. renaissance time, yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know, fun fact, this is completely departing from what we were talking about, but renaissance fairs, like the people that work there, mm-hmm. I uh, talked to some of them and allegedly i can't weigh in on this because i've never experienced it or seen it myself but the like tent camps and think the camps that the workers live Mm in it's like the olympic village but for renaissance nerds what do you mean by that like like they're all they're about to summit fuck mountain like they're all just having sex with each other what the fuck yeah apparently it's like like they'll get drunk and have parties and get wild get buck wild and it's Jesus. think about that next time you go to the renaissance fair folks like look around at the workers and you're like whoa <laughs> you guys are like like the, the way you're describing this it sounds like sorority and frat behavior but these are like grown ass like adults adults and they do say that like the std population's highest among um Oh, old, old, people, old people, yeah. So maybe this is like old people just living their best life, and they're like, "Man, I lived. I was good. Time yeah. for me to be well, the I old mean, naughty person." They're they're all single now. I mean, well, I widowed don't know. or or you yeah, know. right. So the Renaissance so, people, maybe they just never had the opportunity to be married. I don't know. Well, Renaissance people, they're probably around people that think that they're cool. Yeah, so, well, for sure. Yeah. And actually, the Renaissance people, the workers, they're super super cool. All yeah. the ones I've talked to, they're hilarious. So maybe it's a positive experience, but that's just what I've heard. That's the hmm. rumor. And so if we didn't have modern medicine, we wouldn't have Renaissance fairs because all the workers would have for sure died already. Yeah, from syphilis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to bring it back. To bring it back. <laughs> um, do you have anything else to add before I go into our Mighty Morphin Power Daddy? I just want to ask if the Mighty Morphin Power Daddy is somehow related to what we've talked yes. about. Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, shit. No, I have nothing else to say because I really want to know. So the Mighty Morphin Power Daddy is Jeremy Rayner. Why? Hawkeye. How is he? So, well, the reason he's a Mighty Morphin Power Daddy is because he was like a makeup artist for like eight years and he made his way into being an actor. But on the set- He literally morphed. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Okay. Um, But on the set of the movie Tag, um, he was doing a stunt where he was climbing onto a stack of chairs. I guess John Hamm's character was chasing him. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and he was about 20 feet high um, when the rigging of the chairs broke. And it wasn't a stunt double? No, it was him. And mm-hmm. he fell to the ground. Um, and this motherfucker said he felt pain, but he didn't really realize how badly he was fucked up. So he just, like, got up and did the stunt again. And um, after that time, he was like, nah, something doesn't feel right. Like, I'm going to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And he had fractured both of his fucking arms. What the f- He didn't he- know? And he did it again. And, and he did he just it again. Fell Twenty feet and broke his arm. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. He like broke both of his arms, and he's quoted as saying, 
I went back to shoot that day, like after. <laughs> With fractured arms. Yeah. Um, I didn't take anything out of the cast, and they had to put like a clean sleeve over my arm because I didn't want to take it off right after I had just broken it. Um, I needed it all to set. I wanted all the bones to set, so I think they had to CGI my arm or something in that one scene. But the rest of it, you know, it all went okay. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. I think this is a guy who refused to acknowledge that, Jeremy, you're my, your old buddy. It's okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> nah, did he's, you fall he's and hurt powering yourself? through, yeah, man. He just <laughs> Listen, I'm an actor. I know how hard people have to work to get into this. I, I'm fine. That's I, I, true. He's probably, I don't want to be replaced. Yeah. <laughs> I, broke, I broke both my arms, but you know what? It is just a flesh wound. It is but a scratch. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm going to end this um, with a couple of makeup tips, though, since he was a makeup oh, artist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are, they, are these makeup tips from Jeremy Renner? Yes, this is his. his no shit. Yeah. He okay. said, brows, lashes, lips. Frame the face. It's simple. Five minutes. So you don't need to put all that work so into it, girl. put on some brow. Fill in your Fe- brows. brows. You got patchy ass eyebrows. Put on some mascara. Put on some gloss or something. And then boom, done. And then frame that face, baby. What do you mean frame that face? Like with what? I think what? he means just a little bit of like powder or something to just elongate or you know ah right okay a bit of bronzer or something oh. but yep five minute makeup tutorial brought to you by jeremy Renner, who's a badass and went to work after breaking both his arms who is our mighty morphin power daddy mighty morphin power daddy uh we want to hear from you email us at two salty broads at gmail.com follow us at two salty broads on instagram and twitter I'm Sapita. And I'm Lindsay. Thanks for listening. And remember, stay Stay salty. salty.